muttering to himself. Nolan grabbed a clean black uniform from his dresser and ducked into the bathroom he and Simon shared, slamming the door so hard the lamp on his nightstand rattled. Simon winced. Look at me, Simon. Though there was a growl in Malcolm's voice, he didn't sound as angry as before. Simon reluctantly met his stare. He had blue eyes, unlike Daryl's black ones, but there was still something painfully familiar about them. This isn't just about Nolan, said his uncle. This is about you, too. You're as much a part of this family as he is, and I won't let anything happen to you. Simon had to bite the inside of his cheek to stop himself from saying what he really thought. Malcolm could pretend all he wanted, but they had only met two months ago, and he hadn't raised Simon the way he had raised Nolan. Simon wanted to be part of their family. He had felt like an outsider looking in his whole life, and all he had ever wanted was a place to belong. But he wasn't one of them, and as hard as it was to admit, he knew there was a possibility he never would be. Not completely. I'm not the one you should worry about, said Simon at last, his mouth turning to sandpaper. Nolan's the one they want. Malcolm studied the opening behind Simon. I'm going to have the tunnel blocked. No one will be getting in or out that way again. But Simon, it isn't about keeping you cooped up. Feels like it, he mumbled. Malcolm sighed. I get it. You may not believe me, but I do. As soon as it's safe. But what if it never is? said Simon. What if Orion's never caught? What if Celeste takes control of the kingdoms again? That won't happen, said Malcolm, though he didn't look too sure. The packs have been hunting down every lead we have on Orion and your mother, but you still haven't found her. No, we haven't, said Malcolm reluctantly. We're doing our best, though. Mammals all over the country are searching for them. They can't hide forever. Maybe not forever, but long enough. Malcolm rubbed his eyes and muttered something under his breath. Trust me, Simon. That's all I ask. I'm doing everything in my power to make sure nothing happens to you and Nolan, but I need you to help me, all right? I need you to not do anything stupid, like go flying outside the den without telling me. So, if I tell you before I go, it's all right? He said. Malcolm gave him a look, and Simon slumped his shoulders. We both want the same thing, Simon. We both want to keep Nolan safe. But as long as you're running around ignoring the rules, you're only tempting Nolan to do the same thing. Despite what you may think, Orion and Celeste would be more than happy to get their hands on either of you, so do me a favor and don't risk it. Fly around the atrium if you'd like. That's what it's there for. But let me keep my promise to Daryl and protect you. Simon deflated. That was it. That was the reason Malcolm was trying so hard to pretend like Simon was family. Because as Daryl lay dying on the roof of Sky Tower, Malcolm had promised him he would look after Simon. Considering they had known each other all of three days at that point, it was a lofty promise to make, let alone one to keep. And now he and Simon were both stuck. No matter how much Simon wanted to help him keep his promise, he couldn't. Not completely. His mother was still out there, and if Simon ever wanted to see her again, he would have to break a few rules to find her. 
and likely face his grandfather down, too. Malcolm seemed to take his silence as agreement, and he gave him an awkward pat on the shoulder before letting him head back to his bedroom. As soon as Nolan was done in the bathroom, Simon showered and finished getting ready while enduring Felix's chastisements. What were you thinking? said the little mouse as Simon brushed his teeth. You could have been killed or captured or eaten. I'm pretty sure there aren't any animals native to New York that eat golden eagles, mumbled Simon with a mouth full of toothpaste. Orion still could have caught you, said Felix. What would happen to you then? What would happen to me then? Simon sighed and turned on the water, spitting into the sink. You'd find someone else to feed you, someone who has a TV. Felix dipped his tiny paw beneath the running faucet and cleaned his whiskers. Oh, I do miss my show.